Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio.
a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. <clears throat> Our topic for today, harmlessness, part two. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. If harmlessness is the keynote of your life, you will do more to produce right harmonious conditions in your personality than any amount of discipline along other lines. That is a very important quality, harmlessness. Should we begin, perhaps, by recapping our discussion from last time? All right. Um, I think that any discussion of harmlessness can lead to misunderstanding if we don't clarify a few points about it. The impression of our listeners might be that harmlessness means one should be kind of negative, passive, with a pleasant smile on your face, never having an opinion or a thought of your own, uh, just uh, intently keeping everybody calm and making no waves. That's not harmlessness. Harmlessness is really um, an active, positive principle, we could say, that uh, is the basis for right human relations. Without harmlessness, no amount of nice words or polite um, behavior is going to mask what's really going on in one's head in one's silent uh, consciousness. On the other hand, with harmlessness, one can speak honestly, truthfully, and sometimes quite forthrightly, but no real damage will be done because one is, um, one's motives are for the greater good of the whole, for truth, and for right human relations. And when that's the, the motivation, then one can speak whatever needs to be said. So it's not being a doormat or negative or passive. No, and I think it's important to understand the reasons for harmlessness. I mean, it's not just because it's a <clears throat> the nice thing to do and it's it's important to be nice to your friends and your co-workers, but there is a, a very deep esoteric reason for uh, developing a capacity for harmlessness and developing a, 
to a point where it's kind of a state of mind. Well, it arises out of that, doesn't it? Out of a state of mind. Right. And it's a way of thinking, a way of controlling thoughts. And um, it's, it's a very, very important quality to, um, to adapt and to um, develop in yourself because it's kind of the pivotal um, quality that will bring in, allow in those soul qualities of love through you in, into the world. And uh, from that standpoint, uh, developing the capacity for harmlessness is really very, very important for one's progress. Alice Bailey said that if harmlessness is the keynote of your life, that you'll do more to produce right harmonious conditions than any amount of discipline along other lines. And she said that reviewing one's daily life at the end of the day for harmlessness or the lack of it can be really instructive. She said we should examine ourselves for harmlessness in thought, as you said, that would work out mainly as um, the control of speech, where so many of us go wrong, saying things that should not be said. The second is harmlessness in emotional reaction. And she said this would result in being a channel for the love of the soul to pour through one. And thirdly, we should examine ourselves for harmlessness in actions. When we have gained this level of harmlessness, we have um, uh, attained poise and uh, the release of the real spiritual will to be decisive and to govern our lives, but in a way that is not self um, fulfilling but uh, leads to service to others harmlessness in thought in emotional action and in uh, reactions and harmlessness in action are the three criteria and it's important to um, <clears throat> try to develop this to become an automatic and a spontaneous response mechanism in yourself because then uh, you're not standing in the way uh, and it's important to get that little self out of the way because that's that's really the cause of so much harmfulness is all that little self what wants to stand up for its own little ego and uh, have its own way and create so much havoc in the world and the, the more one can uh, <clears throat> let that little self stand aside then uh, <clears throat> the more open the channel becomes for the soul. Alice Bailey said we should study our emotional effect on others. And that's an interesting thought. Study our emotional effect on others. In other words, what kind of emotions do we evoke in others by our presence, our behavior, our way of expressing ourselves? She said the goal is that there should be no mood, no depression, no emotional reaction in ourselves that could harm another person. Anybody who's lived with a child or a teenager knows that emotional moods can create quite an unpleasant effect. And some of us continue to live in that way long into our adult years. She said also we have to watch ourselves for our violence 
spiritual aspiration. And this is something that might register with people who are really making an effort in their spiritual lives. The violence of our spiritual aspiration and the enthusiasm that one can bring to one's developing spiritual understanding can itself do harm within the family and to loved ones. So she said, look not only at your wrong tendencies, but also at the way you use your virtues. Yes, yeah, sometimes we uh, <clears throat> we tend to overextend ourselves and want to reach out and help and interfere with someone else's uh, uh, way of life. and just Because we know what's best to, for them. Yeah, to try to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, really all we're doing is just getting in the way and messing things up more mm-hmm. for them. So it's up to them to uh, work out their own little problems. And That's hard, isn't it? So yeah. many good people want to inter- intervene. They wouldn't call it interfere. They would say they are intervening to help others because if we have a friend or a loved one who's in a bad state, we think, well, they're not thinking too clearly. We can be a little more detached and we know what they should do and we'll just tell them. And we mean well, but in a way it's a kind of theft. We're stealing from them an opportunity to work out their own solution to their problem. It's not our problem, it's theirs and we can't take it from them. And by trying to solve it for them, in a way, we're we're stealing uh, an experience from them that might be very educational. And Alice Bailey also points out that with spiritual development, one can become more able to do harm. You would think it would be the reverse. But in fact, spiritual development kind of strengthens the muscles of the personality, uh, the mind, the emotions, the habits and tendencies are all brought to the foreground of one's um, being and one can in fact become more able to do harm. I think a lot of spiritual aspirants feel a little bit like the bull in the china shop and it's because a lot of soul energy is being drawn into the lower nature and it's a lot to manage and uh, eventually master. But there are three ancient rules for gaining harmlessness, they are really ancient because human beings being what they are, we are learning the same lessons as those who preceded us eons ago. It's a rite of passage that all people have to pass through evidently. And these rules are written in a very archaic kind of language. So I think maybe we should read each rule and then discuss it. Mm -hmm. The first one says, Enter thy brother's heart and see his woe, then speak. Let the words spoken convey to him the potent force he needs to loose his chains, yet loose them not thyself. Thine is the work to speak with understanding. The force received by him will aid him in his work. Yes, and that refers to what we were, you were just talking about just a moment ago, I mean, to... Uh, <clears throat> convey to him um, the force that will help him. In other words, um, convey to him the potent force he needs to loose his chains. In other words, you can't do it for him. You can help him by um, making suggestions, but 
he has to do the work and uh, that's <clears throat> one of the uh, tasks that everyone on the path must face eventually. We have a, a school of correspondence in our work called the Arcane School, which um, offers training to people who want to develop spiritually so that they can become of service to the plan of God. And they learn their training by working with uh, fellow students who are a bit further along on the path. And often the best of those students, those more senior students, help the younger students simply by encouraging them and by believing in them. Rather than offering advice and uh, pointed uh, guidance, what they offer is a kind of confidence that you can do it, you can work your way through the particular problem you're facing now, you are the soul, you have within you a certain amount of light that will help you sort things out. That kind of viewpoint, I think, is touched on in this rule. It's a, a spiritual confidence in the strength of another person to find their own way. Right, and, and the phrase that he needs to lose his chains. Now, everybody is, what that re simply refers to is the, um, the, the grip of the personal self or the little self has upon the individual and it's, it's like being chained in this, this, this prison, if you will. <clears throat> and uh, so what he needs to do is loose his own chains. And uh, yet you, as the one who is helping to understand or try to provide understanding, you do not lose yourself uh, in this task because it's really up to him. It touches also on the need to restrain oneself from too precipitous a kind of speech. And so many of us um, probably err on that standpoint. We speak too quickly. The rule says, enter thy brother's mind, uh, enter thy brother's heart and see his woe, then speak. We speak without really trying to see into the depths of another person. We see them from the surface in a way. And what we are really seeing is a reflection that isn't necessarily a true picture of who they really are. If you really practice trying to see people as souls, you have to look beyond the personality, under it, behind it, to the inner depths. And I think you can say you're connecting with that aspect of them when what you see evokes a sense of love and compassion, not criticism, not analysis, not disparagement, just love for all their weaknesses and for all their dignity as human beings, for all the promise of their souls. When you connect with that aspect of another person, then you're in a position to speak, but not before then. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Harmlessness, Part 2. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. I especially like Ponder on This because first time it was one of the early books that I got involved in with after reading uh, the Alice Bailey autobiography. I started reading Ponder on this, and it was wonderful because I was able to uh, read uh, all these uh, abridged 
uh, uh, themes and essays, and uh, uh, what they more or less do is give you a, an overview of the larger work, and it helped me to establish an order of priority as to which topics I'd like to explore first in the, uh, in the larger books. So Ponder on This is available today for $19. And uh, by the way, in Ponder on This, you'll find uh, a discussion about today's topic, harmlessness. Uh, so you could look at it in a little greater depth. What you need to do if you want to take advantage of this order, offer is uh, send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York. 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, and just write a little notation saying that you heard about the offer on the program Inner Sight. If you'd like to uh, make a donation, we'd certainly be happy about it. Uh, those donations are tax deductible. We certainly appreciate your donations because uh, they're very helpful in helping us to. Uh, pay for these uh, uh, radio shows. We certainly appreciate your support. Without it, I don't think we'd be airing these shows. So if you'd like to make a donation, uh, both large and small are appreciated. So donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. All of our Insight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And, uh, and also, we're having a uh, uh, Lucis Trust is having a symposium that's coming up on November 18th, I think uh, Sarah would probably be best able to give us a little more detail about that, Sarah, would you? Yes, uh, this is an annual symposium that's held every fall uh, in our three centers, Geneva, London, and New York, on the same theme. This year the theme is the creative power of disillusionment. might strike people as a little bit odd, but if you come you'll find out why we think disillusionment can be creative. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Saturday, November 18th in the afternoon. Um, please check our website, www.lucistrust.org, for information, or you can telephone for a, a program, and uh, you're welcome to come. We'll be saying more about it in the weeks to come. I couldn't help but uh, uh, think about the caution that you uh, advise us in having when we do help people because mm-hmm. although our meaning our intention might be good we could often end up in a complicated situation mm-hmm. where maybe we even hurt people I remember yes. my first lesson about that was when I was a boy scout 10 years old and scoutmaster said uh, to all of us so I want you to do a good turn for the day and so I started to walk this lady across the street she probably wasn't old but for 10 years old looking at her she seemed old to me and by the time I got her across the street she was flailing at me with a pocketbook and so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you have to be very uh, very careful when you uh, take the initiative to help people. Yes, we want to do things for them. We want to say things to them that will straighten them out. None of that is really uh, the service of the soul, and all of it can create harm. Rule 2 uh, goes into this a bit more. Enter thy brother's mind and read his thoughts, but only when thy thoughts are pure. Then think. 
Let the thoughts thus created enter thy brother's mind and blend with his. Yet keep detached thyself, for none have the right to sway a brother's mind. The only right there is will make him say, He loves, he stands by, he knows, he thinks with me, and I am strong to do the right. Learn thus to speak, learn thus to think. Yes, that's a good one too, because um, <clears throat> so often we don't take the time, I think as you mentioned before, we don't take the time to say, enter thy brother's mind and read his thoughts. We're too preoccupied with spouting off our thoughts about what he should do. We all suffer from <clears throat> rocket mouth. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> nobody stops to think about what this, what's motivating or should be motivating this poor person mm -hmm. because uh, we don't take the time to, to think what his problem is and uh, that that's really, I think, <clears throat> what one has to do. Just take a detached position and, and um, really listen. It's a matter really of listen. listening to yes. what this person is saying, even what he means behind the words. Because in that listening, you might hear what his own sense of uh, a solution to his problem is. He may not know it himself, but he might be verbalizing it behind um, the words he's speaking. And if you can listen and point that out, that can be a service. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's in not in the words, but it's in the intonation of the voice. It's in the the tension of the voice or the anger that's in the voice. And it's it's not a spoken thing, but it's something that has to be felt and and known just by listening. But uh, again, I think the important point to stress is the purity that's needed on one's part to be an observer. Enter thy brother's mind and read his thoughts, but only when thy thoughts are pure. If you bring your own criticism, your own suspicion and um, um, cynicism to the analysis of another person, you're just going to see that person through your own veil. Another hard part of this is to remember that sometimes real love does not intervene but stands aside. Alice Bailey said that true love sometimes has to stand aside and look on peacefully while others learn their lessons. That's a hard thing to do, but every parent learns that lesson or, or, or should, that sometimes you have to let the child learn for himself or herself. Sometimes you have to trust the educational uh, power of life and experience to provide the lessons rather than trying to uh, prevent them by intervening. And another aspect of it is that we tend to think of love as an emotional tie. Rather, love uh, as the soul knows it is the reverse. It sets people free. It releases them rather than binding them to oneself. Right, and there's that parental love can sometimes be so smothering that it it it, it deepens the uh, imprisonment, and both parent and the child are caught in this vice, and uh, so it's it's very um, it's it's very difficult for the child to to understand and to learn really what needs to be learned in cases that uh, require <coughs> you know some attention. 
There's a question that Alice Bailey said we can ask ourselves. As you live and love those in your immediate environment, ask, am I strengthening them as souls to handle life? Am I strengthening them as souls to handle life? Or am I binding them to me in dependency and uh, uh, need? I think a lot of good people probably, without realizing it, do tend to cultivate that binding tie because they don't want to lose those they love. And yet the love of the soul is wholly intent on setting people free, knowing that they're not going anywhere. The soul knows that we are one, so there's no need for attachment or binding or ties. And one needs to see this <clears throat> this child as a soul, you know, because this child has an individual soul um, or an individual expression and uh, that needs to be released and free to be creative. And uh, this is uh, very necessary in this case. The third rule, uh, to finish, says, Blend with thy brother's soul and know him as he is. Only upon the plane of soul can this be done. Elsewhere the blending feeds the fuel of his lower life. Then focus on the plan. Thus will he see the part that he and you and all men play. Thus will he enter into life and know the work accomplished. Again, blend with thy brother's soul and know him as he is. Not an easy thing to do. But when we truly work at loving others, I think that lets in the insight and understanding that we want. Uh, nothing opens our, our capacity to understand more than love. Simply loving. Right, and that's the whole point of developing the capacity for harmlessness, is to allow that energy of love, the love of the soul, to come pouring through and to, to stand aside. And as long as the reactions are, are, are um, angry or if they're um, just interfering, then they act as a block to that inpouring love of the soul and the soul simply can't get through. There's so much that um, needs to be done to take these three rules deeply into one's consciousness and really make them a part of one's worldview. But we can begin by beginning. We can begin by making uh, a daily effort to speak more thoughtfully and with more restraint and by learning to see others as essentially and uh, innately divine beings regardless of what's going on on the outer level and to learn to think with others silently in a way that gives them encouragement and support and strengthens their best impulses not their worst so these are all um, capacities that are developed over a long period of time. We're talking about a, a gain that takes lifetimes, but why not begin now? Please take advantage of the special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including a discussion of harmlessness. You want to take advantage of this special offer, what you need to do is uh, send us a check or money order, $19, to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, 
New York, New York, 10005. That's Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And if you need to get in touch with us for any reason, give us a call on our toll-free number at 1-866-695-8247. Easier to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, Let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.